Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of So Frail Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about respect. And I know, I know, I know. I did a previous episode on respect, and you know I'm always talking about respect is to men with love is to women. But I'm spending, a block, I'm spending a block on it because I recently, I made a post, but, I, but that post really sat with me when I was talking about respect. And... It was in the context of the post, it was saying that respect is like elders and shit. And they'd be like, respect is, is, is twofold in today's time. You have the respect of authority and the respect of humanity, right? And a lot of times when we talk about respect being earned, we're shifting it towards the perspective of authority as opposed to being about humanity. And it it opened me up to have this conversation because I'm looking at respect as, as that reality. And when I when I hear the elders and I hear people say, uh, if you don't respect me, I don't respect you. And I've always been a person who I respected people regardless. And I didn't care like what the fuck you were, who the fuck you were, like you deserve respect as a human. And in reading that post and and understanding the content of what that post mentioned, it was saying like when people take their respect away from you, they they respect your position. And then it got me thinking like you know, interacting with women and talking to them is like what do you do for a living? Like people ask that as a whole, but I'm just speaking more so women. This is so for conversations. They were like, what do you do for a living? And I seen another post that said, when people ask you that, it's like they want to know how much respect they should give you. And the lines got blurred because I'm like, what difference does it make? Like what I do for a living? Like I'm a human. I'm a good human. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad human. I'm a full human, bro. Like you shouldn't respect me because of what I do. But then it made me understand the reason why that is the case is because people view respect through the lens of authority as opposed to the lens of humanity, right? So when I would always say respect is to men, what love is to women, I always came from that perspective. And that's why I always say we got to default respect to our boys instead of making them earn it because they're going to do whatever they need to do to earn that shit. And even deeper than that, they're going to do whatever they do to earn authority, bro to earn a level of authority and be seen as an authority figure within their confines. So when we look at what respect is, like when we look at our elders and we look at people like that, it's like, why did you lose respect for, I didn't lose respect for you. I lost respect for your authority because your authority is meaningless to me. And then vice versa. I didn't have respect for you because your authority is meaningless. Now, when I talked about, I forgot what episode it was I was talking about, but it's one of these ones in season 11 when I was talking about the homie, uh, my homegirl's um, boyfriend that, you know, we kind of got into it. You know, it was a long time ago, but when we got into it that time was because he said, you know, I don't respect you. And at the time, I'm, I'm still me, so... I'm basing it off the fact that bitch, you don't see me as a human, bro. I gotta, I gotta beat, I gotta beat. I said, in the shit, I said, I gotta, I'm gonna beat the respect out of him, right? <laughs> what I meant was, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna take the respect from you. I'm gonna show you that I'm a human, and then I'm gonna make you realize that you shouldn't have said this person was human. But I realized he wasn't respecting my authority, 
He was saying that like your authority, like because of the way society builds it, it's like your your authority as a man isn't something I value. And I was like, hmm. Now that I look back on, it, I'm like, hmm. I still would have been ready for the smoke, but I see it a little bit differently. And then I look at everything that we do as men in our current state. When we're looking for respect, the lines are blurred because we're looking from we're looking from both dynamics simultaneously. We know that once we gain a certain level of authority, we will be able to be viewed as a human and not as a commodity. And a lot of us don't separate that reality to see that we are more than a commodity. You feel me? So we run down all of our achievements and our accolades and we think that deserves respect. And a lot of times we still feel empty afterwards. And we don't really know why we still feel empty because it's like, you still not respecting me as a human. This also goes into, you know, why men cheat? Like you cheat when you're losing, but I think more so too, it's like, they'll say, we always come to terms with the same thing. She respects me. She listens to me. She, she caters to my feelings and my emotions. Everybody say, yeah, that shit. But what we really saying is this motherfucker treated me like a human, bro. Not as a lick, not as uh, a bag, not as a scapegoat or a way out. Like this motherfucker saw the human in me. And so it made me want to spend a block on this. Like I said, spend a block on this um, conversation because when I had it before, it was solely from the respect aspect of just, you know, the context of what I mentioned in Sofrel too. But even deeper now, it's going beyond that to say, damn, there's a whole delineation between us as, as humans and authority figures. And we're in a space where everybody wants a man who's an authority figure, but they rarely want a man who's a good human being. And so that's what I'm going to be addressing today. But before I dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram, underscore, just underscore, seen, underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. You know the vibes, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. But as always, that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick, quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into So Frail Conversations. Respect. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So Frail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. It's Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to dive heavy into this motherfucker. So... Picking back up from where we are, and I, I might rename this Respect 2 um, or Respect Part 2 or something. The, the name is up, so pretty much I've already decided. Um, but yeah, when I consider 
Like I, I would just like listening. I would just listen to the environment and just looking at it. It's like as men, we have to simultaneously earn two forms of respect. You feel what I'm saying? And this is why when I'm saying love is to men, respect is to men, what love is to women, it's it's that deep for us. You feel what I'm saying? And we have to we first have to look at what an authority figure is before we can even try to become one of those. You feel what I'm saying? Who's really an authority figure? And we wonder why, like, why do we have problems with authority? And I've learned we have problems with authority because authority figures don't treat motherfuckers like humans. You feel me? We are in a society that that teaches you to focus on your authority rather than your autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? And because you don't focus on your autonomy, you don't develop the human the humanity as, that is within you, which means that if your focus is authority, you're willing to compromise your humanity to be authoritative. You feel what I'm saying? When we consider the whole ideation of a man is supposed to lead, that is synonymous. You know, the two things go hand in hand. You, In order for you to be a leader, you have to be an authority of something. In the science community, like before I left and all of that shit, like they would say, you know, who's an authority of the field? You have to be an authority of the field to, you know what I'm saying, qualify yourself and all this other shit, right? And when we study it, when we write our papers, when we do our research, we're researching authority figures. Like that whole peer review shit is weird, but um, I get it. I understand it. But it's designed to keep you in a certain box. But we're doing it. All we do is validate the authority. Even when you're doing research, the only person whose name is really on the research research is the authority. And this is not to say like post-grad, you know, all that shit when you actually have some shit, but it's like the leading person whose name is going to be on it, they're the authority in the field, but they're not doing the work. You feel what I'm saying? You get your name on somebody else's work. You feel me? And it builds the authority. Now, when we consider why we have issues with authority as men, especially as black men, we're coming from a space where we're trying to figure out, we're trying to develop our authority in a world that doesn't view us as humans. You feel what I'm saying? Like we're still in a culture that that once thought that <laughs> that once thought we were three fifths of a human, bro. Now, when you go from respect is tied to your humanity, but you're living in a world that teaches you that you're not even a full human. So I, I really don't have to respect you. Now you're not even a full human and you don't have authority. You feel what I'm saying? Shit starts to get dark. Shit starts to get dark and it starts to get very different and it starts to get twisted because what is it that we're now having to look for? And when you do, when you gain authority, what do you do with it? They say you want to you you want to test the real mark of a man, see what he does when he has power. That hits different now, the way in which the context of this episode is coming in. That hits different, a lot different because. When people get authority, authority, and they would never treat it like a human, they think the only way to be authoritative is to dehumanize people. That's a heavy sentiment when you really think about it. This episode is about to get really deep. When we are in a space where we think, for one, our, our levels of respect are different because we, we, we think respect is fear. Like, I'm going to earn this respect. No, I'm going to make these motherfuckers fear me. Why? Because my respect is tied out of authority. 
which means that it's on me to dehumanize a motherfucker who doesn't respect me and make them respect me. Tying it back to what I was saying in that episode, I say, I'm going to beat the respect out this motherfucker. Like, for real, like, you're going to respect me. My respect is going to be tied to dehumanizing you. That's tragic. That's dark. But that's a side of us as men that a lot of people don't want to accept. You feel me? And I don't say I don't want to say accept necessarily in the sense that it's a part of us, but it's what society conditions us to be. You are not an authority figure until you can command respect. You feel what I'm saying? And what is it to command, make motherfuckers fear you? I be in situations with people and like a lot of there's going to be a lot of pauses here because these are a lot of epiphanies that are coming. And I'm sitting and reflecting with a lot of shit because I'm looking at some of the people that have told me oh, I respect you and it's that and the third, but I can under I can see that their energy when we are there, when we are like, it's like they're afraid of me. You feel me? And vice versa. I've been in a situation where I'm like, I really respect, bro. I really respect big homie and shit, but it's like, I'm afraid of them. Not in the sense that I wouldn't do something to them if some shit popped off, but I mean like there's a there's an intimidation factor there. You feel me? Respect should not invoke intimidation. It should invoke inspiration. You feel me? This is why I always tell people, I'm like, yo, one of two things is going to happen when you cross my path. You're either going to be intimidated by me or you're going to be inspired by me. And it depends on how you view respect and how you view the respect that I'm giving you. I respect everybody as a human. You feel me? I give everybody the same credence and respect, but I give them respect as a human. I don't give them respect according to authority. I don't give a fuck about your authority because your authority does not supersede your autonomy. And you actually lose respect when you have more authority than you have autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? Because now when it goes into, you want to see the real mark of a man give him power. If you lose your head in the state of power, you have no autonomy. And you justify having no autonomy by what? Having authority. This is one of the reasons why I feel like we really have the biggest issues with police. Because now, a lot of the people that become sheriffs, that become cops and shit, they were motherfuckers that, you know, they like, I was bullied as a kid. And I wanted to be a, like, you had no autonomy. And now you're in a space where you developed authority and you still don't have that autonomy. That's why you abuse it. Because your authority tells you to, ooh, your authority tells you to take away the autonomy of another person. And that's what respect is. We live in a very dehumanizing world. And as men, we're supposed to be the quote unquote leaders. We're supposed to be the protectors and the providers. And what are we protecting and maintaining? We are maintaining the reality that we can de dehumanize motherfuckers and be justified for it because we're autonomous. I mean, because we're, um, we're authoritative. And we're authoritative in a context that I'm motherfucking... I'm going, I'm going to make these motherfuckers bend to my will. You feel me? When we look at what people want as a leader, like when women say they want a man who leads and all that, like a lot of times I don't even think they want a man who leads. They, they, they want to know that their man is feared. You know how scary that is? You know how scary that really is to know that you want to be, to somebody wants you, but they only want you when people fear you. They'll call it being a leader. You feel me? And I hear it all the time. Like when women make posts and shit, they be like, yo, you can tell who's the leader of the group. No, you can't. You feel me? 
you can tell who's the leader of a group and that's the one they want the alpha and all of that shit like the alpha is the most feared is the most quote-unquote authoritative but then what comes with authoritative behavior what really comes with authoritative behavior and then you have ego complexes you know what i'm saying you have misuses of power you have disruptions of peace to main to maintain authority you ever seen a police just pull up on you for no reason and decide like yo you they do it because they can not because they have any fucking reason to do so you feel me and then they flex that shit. they try to force you into it like and then you ever seen those situations where a motherfucker got pulled over right and they know the law they say yo, i ain't got to step out of the car i know this what's your badge number blah 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 and they're like no nah, you don't know the law and it's like that autonomy is gone when you don't even know <laughs> When you don't even know the depths of your quote unquote profession and a regular person that you start to lose your autonomy. And not only that, you start to realize you have no authority anymore. Shit hit different. Shit hit different because outside of just the police, look at us as men. This is what we do. We don't, we try, we, we, we rarely lead with our autonomy. We lead with our authority. And authority is limited because we cannot be any more authoritative than the person who gave us authorization or the person who authorized us. And what I mean by that is that when you, there's, there's, we're in the theoretical system in which there's always somebody above you. You feel what I'm saying? Like we live in a space that is eco versus ego and there's no, there's no harmony anymore. There's no respect for reality. It's I have dominion. And that goes into religion. The book starts, I've given you dominion over the world. Like me personally, because my respect is viewed from the humanity perspective, from the sentient being perspective, I don't look at it from the perspective of, no, I got, I got dominion over you motherfuckers because you are beneath me because I'm a human. You feel what I'm saying? Because there's, if everything was stripped bare and we were left to our natural devices, we would not be in dominion. You feel me? Lions will still run the jungle. You feel me? Elephants will still trample the fuck out of us. You feel me? Anacondas will still eat us whole. How can you have dominion over something that can destroy you? You create an equalizer. There was a time when war was just fought between spears and swords. Yeah, I put the W in swords. <laughs> Most people don't. Swords. It's a sword, nigga. It's a sword. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> Let me get that focus. Let me get that focus. Center, center, center. All right. But there was a time when 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 war was fought with with spears and swords, bro. That's it. But then guns came into a picture. And then when guns came into a picture, motherfuckers had a level of authority that that superseded their autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? That made them feel like that's their autonomy. But you take the gun away, they still a bitch. Like, you feel me? I, I, I hear it all the time. I see, I, I've even said it a few times back in the day, back in my younger, younger days. I say, you take that badge off, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I wouldn't have fucked him up. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I was probably like 16 years old when I said some shit like that. This nigga was like fucking, he was, a, he was diesel and shit. I say, you take that badge off, I'll fuck you up. But we showing, when we say shit like that, it's like, yo, when you remove your authority, I'll show you how much, I'll show you my autonomy. That's a powerful sentiment when we really think about it. 
if we wasn't in this particular space, I would show you my autonomy. And my autonomy will show that your authority ain't shit. But at the same time, this is what I'm supposed to respect. I'm supposed to respect authority before I respect autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? We call people weird. We call people crazy. We call people all kind of shit when they go against authority. Not realizing that we should be fucking with those people because those people are aligning with autonomy. You dig what I'm saying? I might even rename this episode. It might not be so for a conversation's autonomy because autonomy and authority. But because I feel this is where the theme is going. But we approach life through the respect. Now, mind you, you're a kid. You're growing up and you're told as a boy, respect is earned, not given. Respect is earned, not given. That's wild, bro. That's wild. Because when respect is to men, what love is to women, and we're taught all day long, love everybody, love your neighbor, love this person, love this person. But respect, like, how the, why the fuck doesn't love got to be earned? Now, because respect is to men, what love is to This is why we make women earn love. Women say shit like, I, don't, I ain't about to be jumping through hoops to be loved and all of this shit like that. I'm going to find somebody who loves me. No, you're not. Especially not a man. Now, I don't know funny shit. I don't mean that in the sense like we, this is how we're programmed. If we're programmed about, we're, we're programmed that our respect is tied to authority. You can't love me for real. You feel me? So if the version of love or the, 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 the parallelism of love that for me, I have to earn, why the fuck should I default it to you? Like, seriously, ask that question. Why in the fuck should I default it to this woman when I have to earn my shit? I got to earn my shit, but I'm supposed to give my shit to you. I'm supposed to give your shit to you just because of you. And you're not supposed to have that same reality. You feel me? I've been in situations where women actually respected me. I've been in situations where women didn't respect me. And there's a drastic, there's a drastic difference. And the biggest difference is not is the fact that when the women that didn't respect me, the women who didn't respect me, they had an issue with my authority. And we live in a society that's telling that telling women that that's okay. Ask a woman right now. She said, I will, I will beat. They'll say this shit all the time. And this is a piece of semantics. They'll say, I will submit to the man who can lead me. Which means I will succumb to the authority of a man who has it. Wow. I'm not going to respect his autonomy as a human entity, a living, breathing entity, until I know he has authority. Then I'm going to do what's required or what that piece of authority or that level of authority demands. That's crazy. And this is what we live through with this men for the durations of our lives. We grow up looking for this shit and never get it. And when we achieve all of the authority, we gain all the authority that we're going to get. This is why they say a man doesn't a man isn't established until he's in his 40s. Nigga, why? Because you're not being measured according to your autonomy. You're being measured according to your authority. 
And the way society is structured, until you have completed your degrees, you got your job, you've been solidified, and you've been in your job, you've been in your position, whatever, for X amount of years, and now you have tenure in that motherfucker, now you have authority. You're an authority in this field. That's wild. You had no, you had, wow, you had no autonomy within the duration of your life, but now you're an authority in a field field and they wonder why i'm like yo y'all we still on a plantation bro they just call it something different my nigga <laughs> you're an authority of the field nah bro i got autonomy in this motherfucker like don't respect me for my authority respect me for my autonomy because now when you respect me for my autonomy you you understand that i'm a human just like you and there is no higher or lower but now when you respect me for my authority you can justify it the moment i don't know what i'm talking about the moment i I, I can, the moment like somebody else knows more, I lose my spot. I lose my spot as an authority, authoritative figure. You feel me? When I was young, like in school and everything, like whenever we would get group assignments, it didn't matter whether it was middle school, high school, undergrad. And it used to piss me off because like teachers would just, when they make the groups, they automatically assign me as the leader. Nigga, for what? I didn't want this. I didn't want the spot. I don't want the spot, but I didn't ever realize they were assigning it not by authority, but autonomy. You naturally, you're going to get the best result out of this, out of this team. You feel me? Y'all are going to get an A because you're there. You feel what I'm saying? And then now when I would have conversations with people, when I would have like my team members and shit, I'm like, yo, they're like, yo, you know, which way should we go? Nigga, this is a group thing. I'm not leading this shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? We're working together. That means we're all leaders in this right. But when you are basing the respect you have for being off of their authority, as opposed to their autonomy, you don't think you're up there with them. And I'm using this specific example because when I was in my forensics program, we had a group, we had a, a whole team and it was for our forensics project. One of the dudes that was in the in the project, and he, I don't know why he didn't feel like he was up there with us, because the way in which I carried myself by when undergrad, I was always wearing like shirts and ties and business suits, and I looked like you feel me, and I you got to look the part, <laughs> I looked authoritative and shit, like motherfuckers be like yo, so the bull we was talking and shit, and he was quiet, and I was like yo, so what you think about this? He's like you know this bad in the third, he said, but you know. I ain't up there with y'all, so nigga, yes, you are. I never thought of no shit like that. Nigga, contribute. Bring your ass over here, bro. You just cut a whole curve for all of us. Why didn't you say shit? Oh, nah, I'm just saying, like, nah, go deeper, bro. Go deeper. And I realized in that moment, in hindsight, I'm looking back, I respected that man's autonomy. Like, bro, you smart too. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think about yourself. Cause now we went to a HBCU. So most of us came from the hood. A lot of motherfuckers didn't know I came from the hood because, again, the way in which I transitioned, I developed my authority. You feel me? Being Mr. Honors Hall, getting Distinguished Leadership of the Year Award twice and all of these different accolades added to my authority. But it started to take away from my autonomy. Like, no, nigga, see the human in me. Respect that part. Stop over. Stop thinking that I'm any better than you or, or you're any less than me. Because, no, nigga, at the end of the day, when it's time to get lower six feet, nigga, it ain't no different. When the maggots and the worms come for final, and I'm talking about forensics, this is why I mentioned final succession, right? So when the maggots and the worms come to eat the body, the scavengers and all come and do this shit, they don't give a fuck like, oh, this nigga, he was authoritative. Let's eat him slower. <laughs> Let's pick around. No, they don't give a fuck, nigga. Let's break this body the fuck down. 
So in that conversation, it's like, yo, bro, like contribute, bro, pull up. Like I, I'm not, I'm, and that's when I started to learn what a leader really was. You feel what I'm saying? A leader is not the person who's in front by authority. The leader is the person who can induce the best result out of autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? Now, when we look at how this translates into relationships, when we're dealing with women who I want the authoritative authoritative figure, I don't want to lead. I don't want to make decisions. I don't want to do any of this shit. Now you have your, your, your task with all of that. Now you got to shut the fuck up if your man don't know. Like when we don't know shit, don't shit get done. If we don't know something, it's like she can't contribute to the shit. But the truth is when you have that autonomy, you now can bring the best out of a, a person. You feel me? I'm not lead like leading is not I'm not a person in the front. I'm a leader for real because I respect the autonomy. I'm like, yo, this ain't. Mm-mm. And I think that's what happens now when the when the the two dynamics of leadership come together. You feel what I'm saying? The autonomy and the respect like, when the autonomy and the authority are coincided with one another, you get a cold motherfucker. That's when you get those people who are the born leaders. The natural born leaders and shit like that, right? When you look at the Michael Jordans, when you look at the Kobe's, when you look at the LeBron's, they have a smooth balance. Like, study whatever it is you want to study about them, their stats, whatever. Look at them as people. They have a natural balance between their authority and their autonomy. And that is to be feared. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't mean it as if you should fear it, but that's the concept of what people say fear. Like, when you watch The Last Dance and shit, Kobe uh, Jordan was like, he looked back, he's like, yeah, I may have been too hard, but I wanted to win. Now my authority and my autonomy go hand in hand, my nigga. I'm a champion because of that. You feel me? When they, when on the dream, on the redeem team, when Kobe said, yo, I'm running straight through Paul Gasol's chest. My authority and my autonomy went hand in hand because at the end of the day, yeah, you my brother. Yeah, you just stand the third, but this is a championship and I'm a winner. You know how I get down because you play with me, but now you're going to see how I get down when you got to play against me. My authority and my autonomy is still there. Now you're just on the other side of it. Like when I'm getting you the rings, when we get in the championships, no, but now when I got to take the championship from you, you're going to see, you're going to see who the real leader is. And those are who, those are the people that we respect, but we only respect one aspect of them. We respect the authority. There's people right now, like, for example, they say LeBron James is too soft or whatever the case may be. And, you know, he'll never be like Jordan because he doesn't have that closing thing and all of this shit like that. But LeBron has, in my opinion, he has a higher level of autonomy than both Kobe and Jordan. You see what I mean? And what I mean by that is that he does not, he does not allow his authority to supersede his autonomy. Now, when I mean that, like they're up, they're both their autonomy and authority is up there, but Jordan and Kobe still left with, led with their authority. LeBron leads with his autonomy. That's why they're like, yo, he's, he's, why he's so playful? Why he just then the third? He ain't that serious. Like, no, come on, bro. LeBron brought championships to multiple franchises. LeBron did that. Now, it's one thing when you on a, when you get like, I'm not shitting on him because he's still an NBA player. But like when you look at somebody like Robert Ari, who has seven rings and they don't put him in a conversation, it's because you didn't win. You were on the winning teams. You didn't win those championships. But when you look at LeBron, LeBron is responsible for the rings that the, the city's got when he played. And you can't take that away from him. You feel me? When the, like, when the chips are down, it's, oh, LeBron didn't come through. Oh, LeBron coming through in the clutch. Like, you feel what I'm saying? It's... 
he led with his autonomy and he leads with his autonomy. And I think because of that, because we're not used to respecting people who, wow, 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 wow. Because we're not used to respecting people through autonomy, when we see someone who is autonomous being respected, we have to vilify it. Have you ever paid attention to that? I grew up in an area where it's like, because I led with my autonomy early, early on, motherfuckers just, I never realized, what if I'm not trying to assert no authority? I ain't acting like a hood nigga. I'm not like, what is it about my autonomy that makes you not want to fuck with me? Because I take your girl, your girl like my autonomy and your my autonomy superseded your authority. And now you got to fight me. I ain't had to take your girl. But you feel what I'm saying? I didn't take your girl from the authority. I took her from the autonomy. That's different. That's different because we're not taught that autonomy has power. We're not. We're taught that you have to have your authority in check. And a woman's gonna follow your authority. A woman's gonna like, nah, bro, my autonomy has more, my autonomy helped me pull more women, far more women than my authority did. Cause my, my authority is a facade, especially when we growing up in like, they be like, why do men lie? Cause they're authoritative. And now I have to, how I close the gap in between the respect that I receive for being an authority figure, the way in which I close the gap is I lie about shit or I hyperbolize my truth. Now, when I'm autonomous, it is what it is. I don't have to do that extra shit. I'm definitely changing this title to autonomy, like their autonomy and authority. I don't need, I'm not even talking about respect anymore. So yeah, fuck that. This is like, this is different. This is different. In the full total aspect of it all, this is what we're, what we're dealing with. Now, your authority has to come with results. I'm not saying autonomy don't, right? But in order for people to accept your autonomy or your authority, it's like, I need to see that you do this. I need proof. Authority requires proof of validation. Autonomy don't. And that's, that's where a very detrimental piece is. Now, when we look at the way society is structured and why it's like, I can understand genetically why there's a beef between black men. There's a beef with black people as a whole, but why it's, you have autonomy, bro. Imagine this authority is I have to have guns. I have to have weapons. I have to create an entire system of racism where I have to oppress you. I have to do so many different things to evil the playing field between us because of the genetic advantage you have against me. You see what I'm saying? Literally, I have to turn your men into homosexuals. I have to make your women strong and independent. I have to make sure that your viable men are all in prison. I have to make sure that uh, you're not educated properly. And now I can create a gap for your women who go off and be educated in a system that's designed and catered towards more of the feeling aspect as opposed to the actual analytical aspect. I'm going to create all of this so that way you can't compete against me and you still win. And then I have a police force that's going to shut you down. I'm going to have so many different things in place to make sure that we are equals. That's powerful because now when we look at it, it's like this, the white man's world, the white man won't let us have this white man. The white, you got to look at it from a different perspective. The white man is doing all of this so he can have authority because he does not compare to our autonomy. I'm going to do a dramatic pause with that and let that shit marinate. Let it sizzle in your spirit as uh, Country Wayne say. 
all of these things, racism, the institution of racism is designed to make the autonomy of the black man equal to the authority of the Caucasian man. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. That's different. You have to look at it different. You have to look at the fight differently because now we still approach the fight with, I'm going to try to gain an equal authority as him. You don't believe that's the truth? Let motherfucking, let a black man get arrested or locked up for uh, sexual assault or some shit like that and get more time. What do we say? We want the same authority, not respect. Like, no, nigga, you shouldn't have been playing with the women, bro. Why was you putting shit in their drinks? I, I get it. Epstein and all of them niggas did some wild shit. I did it. The uh, the um, the other dude in Hollywood. I forgot his name. I, I'm drawing a blank on it. But we forget. Like, we, why did he get away with it? And we didn't. Like, no, nigga, that's his authority. You want your autonomy to match his authority? Now nah, we want the same authority that they have. We want to be able to. It's like, but we don't realize why they have authority in the first place. Spinning it back to when I was talking about spears and swords. <laughs> swords. Now, nah, let me stop, bro. I'm going to stay serious, though. I like saying the W in swords. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's almost like when Stewie on Family Guy says uh, whip, when he pushed the eights and whip. But I like saying swords. But anyway, back to then, like, there was no competition. Guns had to come in. Guns had to come out because your autonomy supersedes my authority. And I have no authority because I don't even have autonomy. If we left everything naturally to nature, white people would not exist. Nobody would exist, really. If we actually said, okay, let love be love. If love really was love, come on, bro. If we're looking at love from the autonomous perspective, come on, everybody's going to be black after a while. But they have to, you know, we got to make sure this can't happen ever. So we're going to look at the authority and set up an authority structure to make sure their autonomy never reigns. Because I don't, I don't think we really understand what our history was. I know we don't, but when we look at when black people ruled, we have to, we, we find ourselves looking at it from the perspective of authority. We didn't rule through authority. We didn't. We ruled through autonomy. That's why we can go and teach motherfuckers how to bathe and separate, you know, the chickens and the livestock so they can stop putting the animals with the, no we had to go teach people that because of our autonomy it wasn't our authority we led and we ruled through authority i mean through autonomy and it just so happened to be authoritative this is why everybody was able to come to our institutions and learn freely freely learn like come to timbuktu come to these different places come to these alexandra come to these places and get our information we don't care we don't we we don't care. We don't want y'all in the in to feel inferior to us. We want to elevate y'all where we at. This is why you have people like Hippocrates, who's being called the father of modern medicine, studying his work, saying, Oh, Imhotep was the god of medicine, bro. Like, I can't. So when I say the gods are the highest conceptualizations of the mind, people be looking like I'm tripping. No, nigga. The person who told the person who gave you the conceptualization of God comes from a lineage of people who knew that gods were the highest conceptualizations of the mind. That's why they identify black people as gods. I don't write the rules. I just report them after I read them and find them. But we did that from the perspective of author autonomy versus authority. 
We respected nature. That's why when, when, I, when I look at our African spiritual systems, our practices and shit, everything was about being autonomous with nature. It wasn't about being having dominion over it. But then you have the people that had to come into power and said, we're going to give authority because a divine ordinance said we had authority. No, it didn't. Divine ordinance said you had autonomy and you respected the autonomy of all things. You didn't kill because you want you didn't kill for sport. That's authority. And even still, if you had to kill, it was an equal playing field. And if you died, you died. You feel what I'm saying? But then when you create a structure in which the, the, the level, the playing field isn't level, you're cheating because you know you'll lose because you have no autonomy, but you're using it from the space of authority. Wow, I'm loving how this is flowing through me right now, bro. Like now when that translates, respect is to like you got to earn your respect. You have to earn authority. You don't have to earn autonomy. You have to earn authority. That's why when we start off, this is this is why the school system works, because it's about classism. Nigga, you go to class. <laughs> what classes are you taking? Because I'm going to put you in a certain class to give you a certain authority. I'm going to give you and make you feel you're going to major in something. What's your career path? All of this shit. Here's the class I need you to go in. You can't be autonomous. This is why when I talk to people, they, they a lot of times it's it's mind blowing to people. They're like, yo, how are you so good at so much? How aren't you? I never strove or strove, strived, I don't know if that's the word. I never led myself into being led by my being ruled by my authority. I didn't know that that's this is what I was doing. So when I'm good at making music, when I'm good in the scientific world, when I'm good at all of the shit that I'm doing, it's because I'm flexing my autonomy, not my authority. I don't give a fuck about the power struggle that niggas have within. I don't. I don't. Tying it to the 300 episode. I've already seen the other side. I know we all the same. I know what cloth we cut from. And we're cut from a cloth in which we're supposed to be autonomous with one another. But I got to earn authority. And in earning your authority, you also have to erase your autonomy. That's the trade-off. Tying it into when I was talking about the guys who like, when they get caught with, you know, oh, they shot up a school and they got to walk out in handcuffs and still go get Burger King. They shot up a church, they can go eat Burger King and shit. And you can't even shoot like, no nigga, you shouldn't be taking a life anyway. Like nigga, that's that, like the whole shit is fucked up. You feel what I'm saying? but you want to have authority versus autonomy. So we do a lot of shit to match the authority. Like I was just looking at this post before I even started recording this podcast episode where the motherfucker was saying, she was saying, you know, the reason why a lot of black men started going with white women after, you know, Jim Crow and all that shit happened was authority. It was I'm going to flex because now I can have this particular woman. The reason why we want foreigns, the reason why we don't even know that it's a, a, a subconscious thing and it's a, it's a transgenerational thing that is happening right now is because we're finally free. So now we're going to take your women. We don't want our women anymore because that's autonomous. We want yours because that's authority. You've been conquering us for so long. Now I'm going to show you that my autonomy supersedes your authority by taking your authority from you. And these motherfuckers said, no, you won't. <laughs> you could try, but you won't. Because what's going to happen is 
our women are still on code. Bring all of your wealth over here. Cool. Do that shit. Do that shit. Do it. And we're going to strip it from you. Through our women. So you think you got authority, but you don't because our women have authority over you too because they're on code. You feel me? They say one of the most revolutionary things a black person can do is create a black family. And it's not that it's revolutionary, homie. It's autonomous. The fuck? It's autonomous. I was talking to this woman. She was mixed or whatever. Her mom was white and her dad was black or whatever the case may be. And we kind of had a thing for each other. I didn't know she was mixed at first. You feel me? The mixed part doesn't really have anything to do with it, but it does because... While we were talking and everything, she told me, I feel like you're limiting yourself by only dealing with black women. I said, what? Now, mind you, this conversation, as we're going, it's about respect and authority. Like, her conversation isn't that, but see how it fits into respect and authority and autonomy. She says, I feel like you're limiting yourself because love is love. You should be able to find, no, 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 no. I don't desire authority anymore. You feel what I'm saying? I don't desire, even Kanye said in Go Digger, now when, she, when you get on, you leave your ass for a white girl. Authority. When they get famous and they get rich, authority. That's what a lot of this shit is. You feel what I'm saying? So now, if she's not in a point of status, then there's, there's like, you know, even that has its issues, but I'm going to address that in a second. So Shorty is telling me, I think you're limiting yourself by only liking black women. Only I'm like, eh, you're saying that because I don't want you, but whatever. And... It was, as I'm sitting back and I'm looking at it, I'm like, no, that's not the case. I said, let me let me explain something to you. I said, look, we fuck with each other, right? She was like, yeah. I said, you think I'm a dope human? She was like, yeah. I was like, you think I'm somebody that uh, women would be, you know, comfortable with having and, and falling in love with, having babies with, creating families? She said, yeah, I definitely do. And I was like, okay, my mama's black and my daddy's black and they created me. She was like, but... But what is it? I said, look, if you feel I'm as dope as I am, right, I'm the product of two black people. I don't know how you view life. I don't know how you view uh, the, the, if you view life through the authoritative perspective, you're going to be looking at status as to what's going to create good people. I don't. You feel me? I look at environment. I look at circumstance. I look at certain things. Then it's like my mama black. My daddy black, regardless of what they believe, regardless of how they fell out or whatever the case may be, at the core, they created me. I'm dope. I'm dope as fuck. Like, even you acknowledge it. I'm intelligent. I'm tall. I'm like, I'm everything in the package that you say uh, a woman would want in a man. And I come from a black man and a black woman. So logically for me, in order to replicate what the fuck I've become, how the fuck you think I'm going to do it? So what you're saying, you, yes, I will be diluting myself if I'm using other people. I didn't come from a black mom and a dad, uh, 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 a black mom and a white dad or a white dad and a black mom. I think I just said that twice. Or uh, I didn't come from anything else other than two black people. Homie. <laughs> so for me, I'm the result. I'm the proof in my own self that nigga, black love will create some powerful shit. Why wouldn't I want to create that again? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it works, keep doing it. So how I look at it is if I come from a black man and a black woman 
and they made me. I got to find another woman, another black woman, so I can make what, what I was created as. That's just how it was. She got kind of defensive, but I guess she understood. But she was like, I never thought about it. I know nobody thinks about the shit that I be talking about the way that I think about it. Because I'm now learning it's because y'all are basing everything off the authority you have. I don't give a fuck about creating a child or giving them, like, when we think about, oh, you have to give them this name because you want them to get in school. I don't give a fuck about them having authority. I want autonomy. This is why I respect, I respect my mom for a plethora of reasons, of course, but I respect the fact that she gave me the name racing. I used to ask her, I said, mom, what it mean? She like, it means king. When I did my own research and I found out it means he who sees the light, Ra is the sun, the God that is, that is viewed. Ra, the, 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 the sun God of, of, of Kemet, seen means to view. So to see God, I did a dramatic pause of that because that's a flex. You feel me? My mama named me to see God or to see the light. You feel me? Either way, <laughs> either way, in the course of my life, I've done both. And either way, I, I live according to that. You feel what I'm saying? But you have people, I'm going to name my child something so they can get a good job. Hmm, authority. You want them to, ha to, to gain authority in an oppressive world. So when people be like, yo, you house nigga this and you you like, yo, you set just like you're already there when you perceive that authority is is how is what respect really is rather than autonomy. Now, it becomes a conflict because as I started to grow up, like when I used to have braids, mom, I'm like, you're going to have to cut your hair when you become a doctor and it's that and the third. I'm like, for what? This is how I choose to express myself. I got to change that. Yeah, because their authority won't allow it. What you mean allow? You can't allow me to do shit, bro. Like, I don't, I've, I don't, and I don't, like I said, because I got ran over when I was 17 months old and I seen the other side, I did, I never realized, can't nobody allow me to do shit. I never realized that they were like, yo, you're rebellious, you're this, that, and the third, you have a problem with authority. I don't have a problem with authority. I enjoy autonomy. It just so happens that because authority has an issue with autonomy the beef starts it's never the autonomous motherfuckers fault the authority is on the offense the autonomy is on the defense the fuck i don't have a problem with authority i value autonomy and authority has a problem with that so there's the problem i can't bend to another man's will i just can't I value my own will so much that I can't bend to another man's. You feel me? But this is this that's the respect we have to earn. So now, when you say respect is earned, that means you have to develop a level of authority, which means you have to give up your autonomy. This was just a small glimpse of knowing that, you know how many black people, I don't like my hair. You feel me? I loved my hair in such, and so when I was young, I loved my hair so much, so much. But I was coerced into getting it cut several times. Oh, you would look so much more handsome if your hair was cut. You would, you're gonna have to cut it because this and the third. Why? Why can't I be me? So then I got waves and shit. Now I'm bald because of that shit, because of other things too. But in the waves, my shit, you, you eventually, in order to maintain that shit, to tame the autonomous reality of who you are. Like my hair is, I got 4C hair, bro. 
4C fucking hair. And it's it's the coilest of the coilet, but it, that's what helps waves form. Once you brush them enough and you slick them down and you lay them down, that's what the wave pattern comes in from. So in a way, I kind of manipulated the autonomy to have the authority. You know how many women I got, bro? Oh, he got waves. I love his spinners and shit like that and this, that, and the third, but nobody likes the autonomous person. You feel me? It's different. It's different because as men, what are we fighting for? Now, when we're looking for our women, when we're looking for our significant, damn, this just made me realize why I'm single. But anyway, when we're looking for our women and we're approaching them and we're on some shit like, yo, I need a man who's going to, I need a man with authority. What are you going to do for authority? I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the, in the, in the war zone in a way, in a very dangerous place. It wasn't very dangerous and shit. Like, ain't nobody die. Fortunate enough, I, I, come in the, I come from an area where we just fought. We didn't kill each other. We didn't shoot each other. Uh, but I can't say the same for everybody. But it's like, when these young boys is out here trying to get, the, no, I got to demand, I got to get some authority. I can't get it in the education system. You feel what I'm saying? Because they're going to keep looking at me like something's wrong with me. I can't get it in the job force because even still, I have to have that inferiority complex because, you know, I didn't put in any work. Who do you think you are? Fuck, I know who I am. Fuck y'all. That's why Kanye looked crazy when it was like, he said, I just told you who I think I am. A god. <laughs> Kanye's crazy. Anybody, why are you crazy when you practice autonomy? You feel what I'm saying? Why are you called crazy when you practice autonomy? I don't give a fuck. For me, I, when I became an entrepreneur and shit, that was a mark of autonomy. That was a, that for me, I think I declared war against, in that regard, for me, I was declaring war against authority. Fuck y'all. Y'all can't tell me shit. Y'all ain't gonna stop shit. Y'all ain't gonna stop me from doing shit. When I learned day trading and investing, I said, nah, all right, I'm gonna leverage the fact that y'all are authoritative people. So y'all are gonna make the people seek authority to create the businesses and shit like that and do do the hard work for me, nigga. Do it, do it, do it. But my autonomy is gonna allow me to see certain things that authority will never let me see. This goes into when I was talking about how people say shit like, when they say you can or can't do something, you have to ask them, are you referring to permission or ability? We started off young tell, being told what we couldn't do, what we couldn't do. But because when you're a kid and you're developing, you're already living through autonomy, you have to grow into authority. Autonomy is natural. You feel me? Authority is nurtured. You feel me? So when you're told you can't do something, it's the authority figure saying you can't do it. It's the authority figure saying you don't have permission. It's not an autonomous being say you're saying you're enabled. Or you're incapable, unable, incapable. But when you take that in, you think, I am incapable of this. I am incapable of this. I am unable to do this. And your autonomy dies. It starts to die then. And then you now have to shift into authority. Well, what can I do? What am I permitted to do? What I told you to. This is why when you hear me say, do you really know what you know or do you know what you've been told? And you've been told it so long and you repeat it enough that you think that's all there is to know. When we consider how religion plays out, this is what I talk about. Men, we don't have a religious practice. 
we follow the religion of the yoni we coming out of or the yoni we going into. Why? Because the authority figures made sure to set it that way. This is what makes you a good man. The man who's in church, the man like if men really studied this shit and really broke down the shit that they talk about and all of this, they wouldn't be doing like a lot of men are in the are solely in religion for authority. I get respect that way. I get respected that way. Not many can beat, walk to the beat of their own drum and say, hey, this doesn't work for me. I'm not going to play around and act like it does. It's doing nothing but giving me authority, but it's taking away my autonomy because it really does take away your autonomy when you really think you can't do anything for yourself. Tying it back into the ability, permission versus abilities. I know what I can't do. If you listen to the last episode that I was talking about, I was like, everybody knows what they aren't, but not many people know what they are. You feel what I'm saying? Authority separates that from you. Authority is about permission. It tell, No, no, no. You what you're told. How many times have we heard like in school, home, whatever, somebody like, don't matter, just do what I told you to do. It's a conflict. It's a conflict of reality. I can't. You feel what I'm saying? I was watching Power, OG Power, and watching some old episodes. And uh, Two Bit, uh, Dre told Two Bit to do something, and Two Bit did it a different way. He was like, "Next time, nigga, do what I told you to do." Now, Dre is the distro, Two Bit is the premiere. So, Dre is pretty much the boss. Like, you got to do what I or I cut your supply off of this, then the third. Hmm. Okay. So the next time it happened, uh. They had to kill the Jimenez, one of the uh, Jimenez uh, people, brothers of shit. But it was really a brother and a sister. But in that, Kanan, Ghost was supposed to kill him. And 2-Bit was supposed to kill Ghost at the moment. But the plan got switched. And Kanan ended up killing him. And so Dre was like, Kanan, 2-Bit uh, was like, Kanan did it. And Dre was like, so did you clip him? He said, no. He said, why didn't he? He said, you didn't tell me to do that. He said, last time you said, do what you said. Kanan was never mentioned. So I can't do what you said. Tubit was being petty when he said the shit. But I'm a, I mentioned that petty part because how many of us do that? Our autonomy would tell us to do some shit. We know that, okay, I should be doing this. But, hey, the motherfucker didn't say it. So you do it to prove a point. That's not what you told me to do. It doesn't matter. You can't switch the authority to make the autonomy work when you know the auton- autonomy would have done the right thing. But if your authority, nah, that ain't what you told me to do. How many of us go to work right motherfucking now? Nigga, that's not in my job description. You don't, you motherfuckers don't pay me enough to do that. (laughs) I've said it. I've done the shit. That's not in my job description. Hey, bro, for real though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you rock with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSing.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. But those are things you have to be wired to and programmed because 
I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I will feel guilty. I feel like a nigga, you could have did that shit. You feel me? Sometimes I've learned I would go above and beyond in jobs. I would go and be up above and beyond in positions because of my autonomy. This is who I am as a person. It ain't gonna stop me. For example, when I was in when I was in Philly and I was working just as a valet and shit, and they was offering overtime. Like my autonomy's what pushed me through, not my authority. You feel what I'm saying? And then when I became a manager, when I became an account manager and shit, it was, they were like, yo, why are you running for cars? Why are you going to pick up cars? Because my team is doing it. But you're the manager now. You're supposed to be dead. I know, but we need, an, we need another body. These cars are coming through a lot faster. It, my authority doesn't matter at that point. You feel what I'm saying? Because now when they're rushing and they're causing, like when a damage happens, who you going to come to? Not them. Like, this is one of the things that used to get me, bro. Like, I used, this is one thing that I hate about authority is the theoretical system and the job forces. When something goes right, they blame the top or they credit the top. But when something goes wrong, they blame the bottom. No, nigga, blame the blame, blame the motherfucker who's guilty of the shit. You feel me? When my, when my team, right, when everything was, uh, would go straight and everything like that, good job, Racine. Good job today. You better tell my team, good job. I ain't pick up not a single fucking car. Because y'all told me I couldn't leave this motherfucking spot. You feel me? But when my motherfucking team damaged a car, racing, it's your fault. Nigga, that nigga crashed the fucking car. That ain't got shit to do with me. So now I got to write him up because I got in trouble for some shit that I didn't do. Bitch, you conflicted with my, like, no. And that's some shit that I couldn't go against. When I got, I got wrote up as an account manager because, no, I didn't even get wrote up. I got in trouble because the 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 hotel team, it was, I never forget it was December. I had just took my um PTO. I came home to North Carolina and shit, drove seven hours. I literally had to turn back around two days right after that and drive back because I got a message. They waited until I left to send a message up and says his team is nowhere to be found. This, that, and the third. And I'm like, y'all. They're indoors. They got to be outside. Nigga, it's snowing out there. That's not human, bro. I can't, I can't do them like that, bro. I just can't. I'm sorry. I cannot, I cannot flex that level of authority. It's the, it, it conflicts with my autonomy. I can't flex that level of authority, yo. I'm like, yo, y'all stay alive, bro. When I leave, when I left the shift, I never see y'all stay outside and make sure they can see. I said, yo, y'all stay warm, bro. Stay alive. Don't, Look, this is a job. You can go replace and I can replace you. Don't do no stupid shit. So they have a conversation with me and shit and all this other goofy shit. And I'm like, yo, you're conflict with my autonomy, bro. I realized that that's what it was. Like for me, becoming an entrepreneur, and all this, it's because this shit conflict with my autonomy. But in the grand scheme of it all, it's like, y'all don't value humans, bro. And when they sent the, when they would tell my team, this is what used to piss me off. They said, we know it's cold outside, but, but ain't no, but nigga, the fuck you feel me. Then, then they would say, y'all have to keep this door closed because we get cold in the team. Nigga, they're sitting outside. Y'all can weather a little draft that comes in every time they open the door to help the motherfuckers you making them stand outside for. When people say that. I have passion and I fight for the little people and this, that, and the third. I don't fight for the little people. I don't feel like the people are little. In an authoritative world, yeah, they're the small people. 
But in an autonomous world, they're fucking human beings, just like me. Everybody wants to be treated like the human, the autonomous human that they are, but nobody wants to go against the authority. Treat me like I'm autonomous, but I'm going to treat you with the respect that you earn based off your authority. We wonder why we're so disrespectful to children. And then we wonder why the, the conflict happens because children know that you're disrespecting, you're, you're attacking my autonomy. I'm attacking your authority. Children don't be disrespectful, bro. They be reciprocal. But because of the way in which we are programmed, we think that our authority supersedes their autonomy. And then you get to where your kids don't want to fuck with you or you, you feel what I'm saying? Like it's, it's little shit like that. That's like, yo, how do you not respect the autonomy in humans, bro? It's a part of white supremacy. It's a part of the societal structure, bro. And as men, this is what we pride ourselves on. I can, I can flex my, like the dude, the dudes, those, remember y'all remember those black cops that jumped the black dude and shit and killed him. And then motherfucking instantly they got kicked off the force, got locked up and everything just like that. And motherfuckers is like, now if they were white, they would have got away with it. Blah, blah, blah. Why does that matter? You so busy trying to align with an oppressive authority. You don't forget. You forget that you still in oppression, stupid. You so, you so wired to align with the authority that you forget that your autonomy is oppressed. Nigga, light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Finish it off. You know why? Because the authority defined that. The authority you're trying to align with. You feel me? When I was in Philly in a master's program, I went back, to, back and forth with one of the teachers because... He was like, I feel like the Black Panther Party was a terrorist organization. Uh-uh, don't you talk about my people. I don't give a fuck what you say. My autonomy kicked in. Fuck your authority. My autonomy kicked in. And then the black people that's in the class with me and shit just, he's doing too much. Fuck you. Fuck you. You think because you align with their authority that the shit stops for you. Fuck no, it don't. It don't. I'm privy enough to know that this shit will never stop for me. Because I can't rid myself of my autonomy. But that's what you want me to fight for. Like, civil rights, the civil rights movement was a fight to alleviate our autonomy. Sit with that. We wonder, why do we give up all of our, no, they said, we don't want you to have authority. We're going to take your autonomy, we're going to make you give us your autonomy and then we're gonna keep you away from the authority. What does that do? Subjugation, it's slavery all over again because now you depend on us for jobs. You depend on us for labor. You depend on us for everything. And look at where we at right now. This new wave that's coming, I hope y'all prepare for it. This AI shit that's coming, I hope y'all niggas prepare for the shit. That useless class is real because they already stripped you of your autonomy. Now, to be able to call a human useless means that you're going into a field, an arena in which you have no authority anymore. Sit with that. You're going into an entire arena in which you no longer have authority. And you never knew what autonomy was. How do you think that's going to play out?
How do you think that's going to play out for your kids? It's people right now. I got the authority and now I can't retire. Because <laughs> your freedom, your autonomy is what was supposed to allow you. Like even in the Bible, they say your, 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 gift, will, uh, your gift will open doors for you. How are you going to use your gift if your gift is tied to your autonomy and you seeking authority? It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Because you got to know who the fuck you are to exert your autonomy. You got to know who the fuck you are to exert and utilize your autonomy. But all you can use is your authority. Now, what happens when now this is why we have, especially in the in the in the workforce, you have the the black people who have been there for a long time with tenure. who get mad at the new black people that come in. You're taking my authority. You can't respect my autonomy. Because we both black here. Uh uh. I've been here longer. I have more authority than you. And yet, I'm getting paid more than you. Shows how much they value your authority, goofy. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? When it comes to us as men, all of these scenarios, everything that I talked about, this is a center, focal point of all of us. I have to be a leader in this authoritative world. I'm not saying don't have authority. I got a lot of authority in this world. Like I got a lot of pull, but my authority is more so predicated off my autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? I've learned to develop my autonomy. And I realized that the authority, the, 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 the quest to hunt for authority is what leads to subjugation. I don't need to put shackles on you. I put you in debt. Because your authority is going to be tied to the car you drive. It's going to be tied to the neighborhood you live in. It's going to be tied to the clothes you wear. It's going to be tied to the way you talk. It's going to be tied to the way your hair looks. It's going to be tied to your ability to take care of your children. I control that. Not you. Not you. Now, anytime you do use your autonomy... I'm going to show you that you can't learn how to, you can't do your autonomy by yourself. The music industry is one of the biggest industries that violates that. People be like, yo, you sold your soul to the devil. No, 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 no. In your quest for authority in this world, you feel what I'm saying? You had to subjugate yourself and stay underneath somebody. So you sold your autonomy. You put a price on your autonomy. You feel me? I've been learning recently. And shout out to the Iwi gang. Um, I know I ain't been there all month. Um, yeah, I ain't been there all month for one, because ain't no new people came in yet. Uh, for two, y'all know what the fuck they're doing. You're doing. And for three, this is the most important piece. I have been exerting my autonomy, not to be rebellious and just leave y'all hanging, but I've been exerting my autonomy to learn something else because now that I'm transitioning into getting my music into different places, I have to learn this game. You feel what I'm saying? So I've been learning mixing. I've been learning mastering. Like I always knew how to do it, but I didn't know how to do it the way I know how to do it now. I know how to actually clean my vocals up. I know how to clean the beats up. I know how to make sure the vocals are sitting in the right spot. I know how to do all these things. Um, I know I already knew how to make beats. I know how to to market. I know how to distribute my music. I know how to do all these things. The authority says you don't. You're not supposed to know how to do that. The authority says you can't do that. If you follow me on social media now or if you've been following me, you've noticed now that every post I make, it ends with Paula Cafe still, but it ends with 
the ending of a jam session. You feel what I'm saying? In some way, or a gym session in some way, shape, or form. And that's what's that's what it's gonna be. But these things go hand in hand. So the autonomy within myself is like, all right, what do I have to do? The sole fact, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because a lot of times we give up our autonomy out of convenience. Somebody already did this. Somebody's already doing this. I can pay a middleman. The middleman is the autonomous authority. There's the person, the middleman is often the person who serves as the bridge between the authority and the um and the uh autonomy. They're autonomous in their own right, but they don't feel like they should be in that authority space. That's why I cut middlemen out. Yeah, you can sit, teach me the game, I'm gonna learn it. But then after that, I gotta, I gotta get rid of you. You feel me? But they gave us convenience to ensure authority. You feel me? My authority allows me to have convenience. That's a pseudo illusion for, well, that's an, a pseudo illusion is a double negative, but that's an illusion for importance. I'm gonna give you status and I'm gonna make you feel like you have authority so you can give up your autonomy but at the same time, now you feel like you're extra important because of the things you tie in the back. What I was saying, you drive a certain car, you talk a certain way, you dress a certain way. All of these things, quote unquote, give you the authority, give the illusion of a certain authority. You feel me? You walk into a room and one woman say, oh, he got money, he got money. But they can't tell when you got essence. Motherfuckers be like, yo, how do you, I knew this dude who was supposed to be a, a a leader, you feel me? He was a, a sergeant in the military. And he handled the situation like a leader ain't supposed to handle it. And nigga really said, it's not my problem because he had quote unquote subordinates beneath him or whatever the case may be. They were supposed to handle that shit. Ain't no autonomy. There's a lot of people who join a lot of shit solely for the fact that they don't want to have respect. Now, when it comes to your autonomy, you have to be accountable and responsible for it. When I just have authority, I can make calls. Customer service is real. Like motherfuckers call people, like people feel so important because they have developed a little bit of authority that they don't really realize. Like that's why autonomy can be intimidating. People will see you exerting your autonomy and then wish prey on your downfall. Because I have authority in the space that I, you don't have authority in the world though. I don't give a fuck about the authority you have on a job, nigga. And then you gotta think about it. All you have is authority over inexperienced people and customers. The fuck? The fuck? What, what does that get, like, who listens to you? Now, do you, when you have autonomy developed, people listen to you because you have something worth speaking about. When you have authority, people listen to you because they have to. How many times on your job have you ever said these words? I could do that person's job better than them. They don't know what the fuck they doing. But you still got to listen to them because of authority. I remember during the pandemic, because <laughs> I'm telling y'all, bro, I can talk about this now, statute of limitations. <laughs> you feel me? I said, I'm going to get me some ID cards, bro. I'm going to get me some vaccine cards just in case they try to make it mandatory. I, you know, it was what it was. <laughs> so me and my peoples, I said, we straight. Let me know if y'all need cards. I got them. I was a supervisor. I was a manager. I used my authority. <laughs> 
I use I leverage I use my I leverage my authority with my autonomy. I ain't getting this shot, nigga. Fuck y'all. And I don't want none of my people to have to get it. Some of them got it anyway because they were scared, but you feel me? I said, yo, let me go ahead and get this motherfucking car. So I got a couple of cards. And I was I was like, yo, let me know if you need them. If your job require it, I got the legit cards, nigga. I know how to fill them out. And because of the position that I was in, I didn't have to worry about being caught on camera. I was the nigga looking at the cameras. The fuck? I ain't gonna see myself, especially not when I'm in the act. <laughs> the fuck? You feel what I'm saying? But again, this ties into the spirituality thing that I was talking about too, because you also have to look, is life, are you trying to be good or evil? Or are you trying to be beneficial or detrimental? That was some bad shit that I did. I stole, nigga. I stole. But I was being beneficial. I knew what the fuck was happening. You feel what I'm saying? So in that, my autonomy, my, my, my autonomy was, it always superseded my authority. So much so that when I first got, like I worked at, I had in the time they because of my background and shit they had me working at four different sites four different walgreens i worked at two in the city i'm in and two in the adjacent city so they will fluctuate me between those because i'm that good like not from the authority space i'm that good i'm like yo y'all mean to tell me y'all got managers at all of these spaces but i'm the motherfucker who has to come in and work four spaces why can't y'all just make them rotate between the four to fill the gaps they can't do me and they hired me because i, I could do me you feel me? But, you know, you had to pay me because I could do me. You feel what I'm saying? So nobody taught me shit. I figured out everything on my own. Like, I, I, when I went to one of the sites, they was like, we don't know how to change the print. Like, nigga, y'all got a whole photo center and don't nobody know how to work the photo center? There's books in here, y'all. Just read the shit. There's instructions. All of the shit comes with it. Nobody taught me. How did you figure it out? But then I ended up having to teach everybody. Nigga, y'all were here longer than me. And I had to teach y'all what y'all was supposed to be showing me. Okay. I got my cards. That's what I wanted. We didn't have to get them. So it was what it was. But again, this is a part of my autonomy. I don't give a fuck about authority. I don't give a fuck. About, I will find a way around authority when authority violates my autonomy. As men, we're naturally wired that way. When you are built off of the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of analysis and deconstruction, when you know something is in conflict with your autonomy, you're going to analyze and deconstruct the situation. Now, when you can't, you're going to rely on authority. I have this position. I don't give a fuck what position you have. Take away these titles and let's, leave, let's see who's the better human when it's all said and done. You feel me? We pride ourselves off the authority of position, which fucks up how we, how we view how we're going to respect somebody. Or if we're going to respect somebody. Some of us were never respected as men solely because we didn't know how to be respected. And we didn't know how to be respected according to a societal structure that doesn't teach you how to respect. Like that is a powerful sentiment. When we look at who the attack is on masculinity, like the biggest way in which you attack masculinity, you start the attack off respect. That's it. If you can imagine the industries that can be created because women are not loved, what kind of industries you think can be created because men aren't respected? I'm doing a dramatic pause with that one. Because the entire prison, prison industrial complex is built off the fact that men aren't, boys are not respected. Because I know everything... 
I know I'm not going to let you be respected for authority. So I know, but I'm going to tell you that authority is what you got to get. So now I'm going to create systems that make you like the most respected people, the, the most respected men, quote unquote, are criminals. We think that's an accident. We really think that's an accident. No, it's not an accident, homie. It's a design. It's a system. You feel what I'm saying? Because I know you're not going to get authority in the school system. I know it. I'm going to make sure of it. Now, you're going to opt to leave and go out to the streets because that's the only thing you have because I'm going to make sure that you cannot legally work until you're 16. You're not classified. as You can't live on your own until you're 18. Now, that small two-year window and shit, you have to ask yourself, do I still live with my mama? Do I still live with my daddy? Do I still live with my parents? Now, you have to ask yourself, as long as you're going to abide by my rules, as long as you live, you're going to follow my authority, regardless of what your autonomy is. Oh, you can be broken. We don't find it odd. We don't find it uh, that deep that we, a lot of us, we couldn't wait till we turned 18. Because then I can finally exert my autonomy. But by then you had not practiced your autonomy for 18 years. And they wonder why motherfuckers wild the fuck out. When I went to college, they told us by spring semester, 10%, 10 to 15% of your peers are going to be pregnant. What? No, because these women had never had that freedom. A lot of people would be like, yo, you finally gave your kid a little bit of freedom. They wild out. It wasn't that. I finally got my autonomy. And I never had practice being an autonomous. Because I had to follow authority and I had to practice succumbing and bending to authority. You don't even teach your kids how to be authoritative either. You teach them how to be submissive to authority. Just listen. Just do. No, you wrong. You wrong. Help me be autonomous with what you're saying and we can develop. Now, when this translates to our boys, when this translates to our men, why they in the streets? Because I could be authoritative here. This is what y'all wanted, right? Y'all wanted the authoritative motherfucker who gained his respect. I couldn't get it anywhere else. And now my life gets fucked up because I only gained that little bit of authority for the time being. But in order to maintain, I got to shoot motherfuckers. I got to rob. I got to steal. I got to beat motherfuckers up. I got to do a lot of shit to maintain this authority. So now when I say you either got to have hands, you got to have hope. That's how I get my authority. Speaking on majors and shit, you look at people, oh, you're authority in your field. When I was young, I had hands, but I led by having hoes. I was an authority in the field. <laughs> Niggas always wanted to be around me because they knew I was going to be around some women. I was an authority in the field. But we look at it the wrong way. Because eventually your authority, like, and this is why a lot of us get stuck in this old boy complex. Because we go, we find a moment in time, a pocket in time when our authority was the strongest and we stay there. Because we were never autonomous. We stay there. You feel me? Like when 50 said, damn, homie, in high school, you was the man, homie. The fuck happened to you? In high school, that's where you had authority. Now, because you didn't go to college, you didn't do whatever you was going to do if you stayed in the streets or whatever. You only had the authority you had as a high school student. It's crazy, right? 
Niggas stop listening to you after a while. You know how the big homie that always come back on the block, he get out of jail or whatever the case. Nigga, you ain't got no authority here no more. We not 10. We run this shit now. We are the authoritarian the authoritarians on this motherfucker now. Not you. No, I'm going to take the block back, nigga. I'm gonna no, you have no authority here anymore. Mentioning power again. When Kanan got out, Kanan did 10 years in, a, in, in jail, in prison. And when he came back, everybody, he was looking like, why y'all niggas talking to me like that, nigga? I got you, OG. You ain't got no authority no more. This nigga had to kill a lot of people. He had to, nigga, I still got my authority. I'm going to, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to show you that I stand firm on my shit. This is what happens to the OGs, bro. The OGs. And it's sad because a lot of the people that we call OGs, they were just motherfuckers who had authority in a certain pocket of time. This is why, like, I mean, the phrase, your idols become your rivals, because when you finally get the same authority as the motherfucker you once idolized, it's, you're just human. Oh, I see your autonomy now. The allure goes away. I see your autonomy now. Why aren't we taught this, bro? As men, why aren't we taught that our respect is the respect we're looking for is through our autonomy? Because again, the nigga said, I don't want a nation of workers. I need I don't want a nation of thinkers. I need a nation of workers, bro. A thinker is autonomous. <laughs> a thinker is autonomous as fuck. Niggas be thinking, oh, I'm a thinker too. No, you're not. You're not, you can't call yourself a thinker if you're still being led by authoritative figures. So yeah, you get your managerial position. You get your supervisory role with time. You put in the work and you climb the ladder and all of that shit, but you still ain't got no autonomy. You don't realize how, you don't realize how valueless authority is until you retire. That's the, that's the, that's the game. Work for 40 years and feel important with your authority and you realize how much authority you don't have. Because now when you retire, all that authoritarian rule that you put on your children, your family, the people that, you know, you don't have that anymore. Now you're lonely because you ain't got no friends. You ain't got nobody to fuck with because the autonomy is gone. I ain't gonna say it's gone. The autonomy was never developed. And the autonomy is what creates the fruitful life of the, the, the fruitful experience of living. There's people right now because they have, we have connected off of autonomy, we'll be friends forever. But the people that I had developed friendships with off authority, we're not friends no more. We can't like, everybody that I made friends with in middle in med school, the people that I made friends with at college and shit like, except my homies that, they my homies that saw my autonomy and shit, that we still cool. And time, like time does not exist between us. We can go years on end without talking and come back and have a conversation from the last time we talked. Like, like nothing ever stopped. But those people that you were cool with or whatever off of authority, it's different. You're not friends with them no more. You can't talk to them no more because your authority's changed. There's people that are respecting my authority because I was going to, like now that I'm not doing the shit no more, they feel like, you know, that's why I be telling niggas, I be like, y'all act like I forgot the shit. And now I'm realizing what it is. It's not that they act like I forgot the shit or whatever the case may be. It's like, I don't have to respect your authority no more because you're not in it no more. When I used to get confused at people like, yo, I studied the Bible. I studied the religions. I went to the, like, I went to med school. I went to all these, like, what changed your authority? I don't have to respect it anymore. Which means now, which is, 
that's one of the things that's been revealing to me. Like, damn, my autonomy was never respected. Because now that I'm living in my autonomous space, I can't fuck with nobody really, except the people that I like. This is why you always hear me say, if you seen me when I was invisible, I'm gonna fuck with you forever. Because I had no authority. I was, I was cleaning up messes. I was fixing the shit that authority got me. That authority couldn't sustain me with anymore. You know how much shit people will put up with just to have a level of authority and status and say, I am this? You know how many people I talk to who are so authoritative because of the information that they read in books or whatever the case may be, and then they see that my autonomy did the same shit, and they're like, but you ain't got a degree. I don't need one. <laughs> I do got a degree. I'm a forensic biologist. But my thing is like, you don't even, I got, there's a, I got the degree in this, and yet I know more than you about it. You might want to go get your money back. You can't, but you might want to try to go get your money back. Not only that, you're in debt and you have to pay for the month and I know what you don't. And I never went to what you went through. Because your authority is meaningless in this world. And your authority is conditional. Your autonomy remains forever. That's what, that's what embodied, that's what, that's what legends are made of. <laughs> The legends are made of their autonomy. They use their autonomy. You can't use your autonomy because you don't know that autonomy is tied to will. And whose will do you have to follow? You have to follow the will of the authority figure that told you that you have to follow the will. Like we really, our deities aren't authority figures over us. That's why everything that we do according to our deity is it's crime and punishment. I don't think we really get that. And that, that, that sets the tone right there for what authority is. If you don't do this, this will happen. That's not always the case. That's not always the case. When your autonomy is aligned correctly, now you live a life according to benefit and detriment. But when authority is there, you have to behave well. Because, you know, good and evil. The authority only sees the good. Now the good is relative to the authoritative figure. This is why you can grow up in, 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 in familial structures and shit like that where motherfuckers say, do what I say and not as I do. Follow my authority, not my autonomy. The fuck? <laughs> my autonomy does stupid shit. You feel me? The stupid shit you emulate, and that's what my autonomy does. You feel me? Now, when we start to mold ourselves into the authoritative figure, that's when we start doing stupid shit. Like, it's weird to know that from the authority's perspective of respect, we talk about people, gossip like a motherfucker, but yet our autonomy knows, don't gossip about me, but it's okay for you to do it. Like, people talking about you like a dirty dog. You talk about people like a dirty dog, nigga. It's called reverberation. It's karma. It's what you do because you all come from this, you all cut from the same authoritative cloth. I can do it. You can't. Why? There's no autonomy in that. There's no autonomy in that. Now, when they want us as men to lead, to be the leaders and to be the motherfuckers in the front, it's only because you got to be authorita uh, the authoritarian. You feel what I'm saying? And that authority is why we have the rebellious teenage phase. Why the I'm not rebelling against you as a person. I'm rebelling against your perspective of, of your respect. 
You're not autonomous anymore. You're authoritative. And so this is why it's like when I'm asking you why, don't ask me why. Nigga, I need to know. You're telling me not to do some shit because of whatever reason. Like when I talk to people who say, are you going to tell, like everything that I've given on this podcast, it's, mo- it's mainly for my kids or whatever, but it's, I'm autonomous with this shit. So when people are like, yo, are you, I'm going to tell all my kids my stories. I'm not going to tell you, hey, look, don't go down this route because I said so. You a child. Listen to me. Nah, nah, bro. Look, when I did this, because I'm autonomous enough to do that. I'm not ashamed of myself. I'm not ashamed of myself. Therefore, I don't have to hide aspects of myself. You see what I'm saying? Now, when you have the authority, I have to always look like the authoritative figure. So I can't look like I can't look like the mistake. I can't express the mistake because as the authority, you're not supposed to make the mistake. As the human, nigga, I fucked up. (laughs) My bad. I did that shit. My bad. But that's the autonomous side of you. Now, with my autonomy, that's how I can give you these conversations. That's how I can have these. Hey, look, bro, this is what I learned from this shit. You feel what I'm saying? But as the authority, do as I say, not as I do. Don't listen. Don't. No, fuck that. Like, no, I can't give you that shit. I got to give you 100% unadulterated autonomy all the time. Now, here's why that doesn't work as men. Because now when I tell y'all, women don't like to be submissive. They like to be unleashed. Autonomy is what unleashes them. You know it. You know it just as well as I do. How many women have you actually been your full self around and they got better in your presence? She feels invigorated. She's like, oh my gosh, this is in third. But now when you were that authoritative figure, how many, how many, how, how hard, why does it feel like it's so hard to connect with them? You feel like you're putting on a role because you if you exerting your autonomy, I mean your authority, and now she has to decide whether she's going to submit to it or not. So now there's things that she's going to hold back from you, and you're going to hold back from her to make sure that the connection stays viable. And then we wonder why we cheat. Because who do we end up cheating with? The autonomous motherfucker. <laughs> People be like, yo, the 80-20 rule is like, you feel me? No, that 20% that you're not getting is, your, is tied to your autonomy. That's why it's a big 20%. <laughs> it's big as fuck. Because the 80% is tied to authority. We be thinking a motherfucker cheat because they're losing. We be thinking somebody cheat because, oh, what could be going through your mind? Why did you do this? Because now this is my autonomy. This is literally my autonomy. My autonomy was found. Why did you cheat with somebody at the job? Because the job is where I developed authority, and that's where I've learned to mature and nurture my autonomy. And now we work together. We around each other all the time. She know me. She know this, that, and the third. He know me. He know this, that, and the third. And it's like you're going to work, workplace romances. Workplace place romances occur because the authority matches the autonomy. Now we work together. Yeah, we have the regular conversations. We see the same shit. Now our autonomies can show. That's how we became friends. That's how we started fucking. She was just there for me, man. She just get me, bro. She just cares. She just done the third. Nah, nigga, she value your autonomy. She really respects you. Now, your authority done got you all fucked up. We, we, oh, wow. We get married according to authority. We have kids according to authority. We buy houses, cars, all of this stuff according to authority. But we don't do much according to our autonomy. And so now when they say, why are we in a space where men is like, now these women keep talking about, you ain't even got nothing to go 50-50 with or get half with or this, that, and the third. It's like, my autonomy knows that I can be whatever I want to be. 
but my authority is limited into what I have the capacity to be. So now when us as men are saying, I don't want to get married because I know that if I ever, like, my authority is going to be taken away. Not only that, you strip my autonomy. Because I never got into a relationship before according to my autonomy, only my authority. When I was in undergrad, and I had to, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to start trying to wrap it up, but when I was in undergrad, the woman that I was with, we got together off of authority, but it was my autonomy that was what was leading. And her focus was, he's going to be med school, he's going to do this, that, and the third, but it was my autonomy. My autonomy was intimidating to her. My autonomy is what made her feel like, oh, he a hoe, he just stand the third. Like, if I'm with you, now my authority, I would have cheated on her a long time ago. She wasn't even in the caliber of a type of woman to be fucking with me. This is one of the reasons why when I actually, when me and her, when she broke my heart, when she fucked me up because I led with autonomy, this is why I stopped fucking with music heavy, in a way. And it wasn't really that I started fucking with music, stopped fucking with music heavy. I would notice, like, I remember one day, it was like a year and a half in, and I was making some beats, and I was like, she was listening. She was like, I like that. And I was like, I don't. Why? Because I like it? No, no. I said, listen to it. How it sound? It sound dark, don't it? it sound sad. It sound depressing, don't it? My autonomy started changing because of my authority. And I was able to witness that and see, like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't me. This ain't me. I remember one time this dude, I think it was on the site that I was using called Reverb Nation or some shit like that or whatever. Whatever it was, he was making beats or whatever. I'm Man, this was before they was doing it on social media where it's like, you know, open challenge or whatever. So he had beats and shit. I was like, yo, let me rap on one of your beats, bro. And I, you know, he was like, all right, let me see what you got. So he said, let's see who rapped the hardest on this. I bodied the shit. Now, this was my full autonomy. I remember, i never forget it. I was like, the beat was, I forgot the beat, but I was like, I'm here, Buzz, because I'm light years ahead of the competition, so I would not fear any man or any beast, because I'm a wolf underneath the fleece that's planning on a feast after socializing with the with the sheep. I be the creature you can never catch. Call me Chupacabra. Be the nigga that you hate like I'm with your baby mama. I was murdering that beat. She heard it and was like, that's not you. The fuck you mean that's not me, nigga? That, that's, that's the purest form of who I am. And when he posted it, he said, yo, so far, you number, he said, nobody can top this. He said, I'm telling, he said, I've gotten a lot of submissions on this beat and nobody has killed it the way you killed it. He said, from beginning to end, and it's like, dude, how you, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm him, I'm that, I'm me, I do this. You feel me? I did another gym session where I started recording myself. This is how I know that everything that I'm doing right now is aligned with what I was always going to do anyway. So I'm recording myself. She said, I don't think you need to show that. Because my autonomy significantly eclipsed my authority. And I was already authoritative. And so she was like, no, if your autonomy shows, I have no more leg in this race. I have no foot in this race. As long as it's your authority, because then it's, oh, you know, you smart and this, that, and third. It's like you staying in this small worm, small wormhole. But when your autonomy, the world is your oyster. You feel what I'm saying? So after we, you know, broke, I didn't want to do music no more because I had loved her autonomously, which means that everything that was tied to autonomy, I didn't love anymore. You see what I'm saying? As men, we go through these worlds and when we look at, okay, what's going to happen? Like, this is why we so 
devastatingly fucked up. Why do men, they, they ask us all the time, why do men take heartbreak because we don't practice emotion? No, 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 no. Because we often go into relationship based off autonomy. Women come into relationships based off authority. Nobody really wants to address that because niggas don't know. Every woman who has gotten with the man has gotten to him, gotten with the man over authority, not autonomy. Which is fucked up because when they on this space where, oh, I, all the shit that I did and I tolerated and I gave for you and this, then the third, she was never an autonomous person either. We leave with autonomy because we have to. The guards come down and it's, but as long as I maintain my authority, I got this woman. When we break up, when that shit's over, our autonomy is gone. The woman that you, like, I'm really gonna wrap this up, but think about it. The woman that hurt you the most was the woman that you were the most autonomous with. She saw all your shit. She saw your, 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 your funny shit. She saw the shit that you really liked to do. She saw everything that made you who you are. She saw beyond the authority. And when it was all said and done, the only thing that mattered was status. The only thing that mattered was your authority. And when you no longer had that authority or when somebody with a better authority came along, she made the upgrade. She changed. We're in a space right now where this is the conversation that women are. This is why the relationships aren't working. It's not men. It's women. They want the authoritative men, the high value men. Like that's the whole conversation. Think about it. All of these men saying, I'm high valued. No, I finally have authority. That's all the high value man is, a motherfucker with authority. Now, have value in your autonomy. You don't, you don't, you can't. Niggas be socially awkward, but I got money though. So, so I'm in a space now where because my autonomy is now developing now, like, like I said, getting back into my music, that is the highest form of my autonomy. And when I'm back in that space and shit, the people and the shit that gravitates in that space, you're supposed to be here. I had to learn that. The people that are here through authority, I ain't worried about them. You're fleeting because my authority is going to change depending on how, how you feel. When I had my shadow ban <laughs> for three years and shit, like there's motherfuckers that's still here because y'all fucked with my autonomy. Y'all fuck with my autonomy. There's women right now that are conflicted because I don't have the authority that they want, that I'm supposed to have, but they loved my autonomy and they still love my autonomy and they can't figure out why they conflicted. Why they willing to cheat on a man? Why they willing to, why I can do things they man can't do? Because you don't like that man's autonomy. You only like his authority. And that's fleeting. Like when Jill Scott said, if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you, if autonomously you can give instruction, you can give instruction. But if authoritatively you can only, if only authoritatively you can give instruction, you can't give me instructions. Women tell you all the time, I'm not submissive. <laughs> I'm not submissive. I'm conditionally submissive based off the authority. Nigga, that's the rule. And we don't know that. This is why we get so broken when the heartbreak is over. Yeah, we damage women along the way because their damage and their heartbreak is different solely from the fact that I submitted in the context of authority. In the context of authority, I tolerated, I diminished myself, I reduced myself, I submitted to authority, and the authority was weak. Nigga, that's why you got a little dick, that's why you're broke, that's why your mama ugly, that's why your breath stank, all of this shit. 
all the shit they tolerated goes back to your authority. Now, when you have, when your autonomy has unleashed a woman, she'll never forget you. I am a walking testament to that. There's women right now that had to block me because they see my autonomy on a regular basis. My autonomy made them better. They wanted to stay in the space right now, but they can't come back to the space anymore because they don't know how. There's no authority to address. There's no authority to find your way into again. Only autonomy. And they realize I couldn't be autonomous. Whole time, that's been the issue the whole time. They couldn't be autonomous. When dudes be like, I just want a real woman who's going to be this. You want a woman who respects your autonomy. But you have to realize that in getting your autonomy respected, she's going to have to be unleashed. Your autonomy is going to have to set her free, which means you're going to have to be free with it, which means you cannot allow your authority to supersede that. That's where the conflict comes in every time. Our relationships are built off of the authority that we have, and therefore we only have a small window of authority. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. It's just an oblivious reality because we don't know because it goes back into what we've never been respected for. We've never been respected for the person that we really were. Only for the authority that we achieve. This is why if you look at the Pookies and Ray Rays episode, if you look at the dudes that get mad, they're like, the Pookies and the Ray Rays, nigga, we had authority, homie. <laughs> you was a cold motherfucker if you had authority and autonomy, but most of them had authority. I can walk into, I like a man who can walk into a room and command it. He has authority. You want a man who, when he walks into the room, everybody, but when a man with auto autonomy walks into a room, shit's different. Shit's different because he can walk into any room like that. There's men who can walk into their rooms like that. That's authority. You walk into another man's room. Now you feeling, now you have to try to exert dominance to show I'm the alpha. This ain't your room, homie. You're not big here. Now, when you have autonomy, you can go in whatever room you want to and be comfortable. It's not about how, I, how big I have to be. You feel what I'm saying? Their authority can fuck, their authority will fuck with you. You feel me? What makes you what makes you stand out like that? Like, I've been on speaking engagements where the motherfuckers, it was autonomy versus authority. I purposely went, I went on the speaking engagement and I purposely went there wearing just a, a sweater, some jeans, and everybody else had on suit and ties because we were talking about masculinity. <laughs> I'm going to show you that there's a difference between autonomy of masculinity and authority between masculinity. And I bodied the shit because that was my room. That was my, not only my room, that was my world. You were a guest in it. I allowed you to exist in it, motherfucker. But because I no longer operate from authority, I didn't demonize or try to vilify anybody in order that I have to. I walked in with the autonomy and it did the exact same thing. But in that space, I made friends. I made a friend because I wasn't in the space of I'm better than y'all. I was just more autonomous with the shit. As men... What we have to really get back into is respecting our autonomy and being learning how to be respected for our autonomy. But that's hard because respect is is earned, not given. So you're not, especially as a black man, you're not gonna be respected till you have a job, till you can take care of some shit, till you like. There's like there's no respect and autonomy, and because there's no true respect and autonomy, there's an illusory uh, a loose there's there's illusory respect and authority and a fear of it. And that's why we don't fuck with it. That's why we don't fuck with it. It ain't got shit to do with being an asshole or being rude. And like, no, your autonomy is being violated right now on a regular basis. 
You think your mental health is what it is because of the authority figure you are? Mm-mm. It's because you have authority without autonomy. You reduce your autonomy. Therefore, you're not even in the space where your mental health will be normal. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. And now this ties into the relationships space and all of that shit because we're around and we're constantly dealing with women who value status and they value the authority and they want the authoritative figure. And that's not who you're supposed to be. If your authority develops because of your autonomy, cool, by all means. You feel what I'm saying? You just can't, like, this is, like I said, with the Pookies and the Rarys, like, them niggas, like, all of them exhibited. I watched anime when I was a kid. I just done the third. Women fucked with me with the anime because my autonomy didn't limit myself to that shit. I also had the autonomy from developing as a hood dude. Like, feel me? So my authority was there. Now, when you, ooh, you know the real me. The real, the real you is the autonomous you. And that's the version of ourselves that we haven't spent much time with. And because we haven't spent much time with it, we can only attract women who are versions or are relative to the experience we have. So, yeah, you go on a date and then she finds out, oh, girl, he weird. Like, how many times have you seen on social media a motherfucker said this dude was tall, he was handsome, he was everything I want, but then he was weird. He was weird. He did stupid shit. He did like, no, he was autonomous. And you just didn't value his autonomy. And don't forget to check out Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Cafe Clothing. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go ahead and there. I'm still going to keep the title respect because this shit's already titled. <laughs> but I do like the way it flowed. But this is there's two delineations of respect that we have. There's two de- delineations of respect that we have. We have respect as it relates to authority, which is ultimately fear and power. And then we have respect as it relates to autonomy, which is strength. When we finally can embrace the fact that all of this time, all of this time, the respect we've been looking for has been through our autonomous side, we can realize that we will have better relationships. Relationships. When you are in a relationship or you are creating an association based off of your authority, you're always going to have that in the back of your mind that when is this going to stop? I lost a lot of friends when I wrote So Frail 1 and So Frail 2. Like, I know they ain't even read So Real 3, but when I started the So Frail series, I lost a lot of friends, but I gained a lot. Because I, then with my autonomy, I started to realize what a friend was. I've developed so many friendships in the early phases of my life that were solely based off of the authority that I had. The homies that I grew up with, you know, having hands, having hoes, like, we fought together. We fuck with each other based off the authority of fighting, of of that authority um, aspect. You feel me? But I also had Pokemon cards that I would walk around with in the hood and shit and trade them with the other people who had Pokemon cards. 
yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to play with these Pokemon cards. We about to go trade. And then after that, I'm going to come and hang with y'all. We're going to ride bikes or whatever the case may be. My autonomy was full. This is all the shit that I want to do. But as we get older, we fine tune our lives according to our authority. And for some of us, it's sad because once our authority is set, that's the, that's, that's where we stay for the rest of our lives. The space we were when we finally got authority, that's who we stay. Like, that's why you see the dudes that be like 40, 50 years old, still trying to wear skinny jeans, go to the club every night and shit like that. And like, you know, you still in the space you were when you got authority. You've never lived in your autonomy. I get asked all the time, how you just change? Because when my autonomy says I'm done, I'm done. I'm cool. I'm cool, bro. Like, it is what it is. And I've learned over time that most of my life, I, I lived according to autonomy. I had, this, I, had a fr- I had friends. We ended a friendship. Our friendship ended because I beat up his brother. But I didn't beat up his brother in his presence. I didn't beat up his brother in a way that he would approve of it. I know it's like, who's going to approve of him beating up their brother? Like me and his brother fought in front of him before. And it was because he understood the situation. The second time it was, oh, nah, I wasn't there. It was this, that, and the third. And like me and him were cool off of autonomy. We rode bikes together. We did scooter tricks. We played basketball, traded Pokemon cards, fucking traded video games. We played Nintendo 64 together. Like everything that we did was autonomous. And I beat up his brother. And then me and, him, me and my homeboy jumped his brother off of authority. I had started shifting my life into that authoritative spec, um, perspective. And I stopped being so autonomous. You feel what I'm saying? And it fucked with so many different realities because th- looking back that moment, I started to see, you know, the autonomy. And it started when my dad called me a nerd. Autonomously, I'm a nerd. But you don't respect my autonomy. You respect the authority when I start slipping in my grades and all of that shit, and it didn't work. And I was able to pull it back and rein back into my autonomy again. But then it taught me a balance that my autonomy is, when they say you're a product of your environment, your autonomy is the full reality of what you have to do to survive. What you think to do and know to do to survive and the experiences that you embed. Don't run from those. Don't run from those. Embrace them. Love them. Your full autonomy is what you really want to be respected for. Not your authority. But if you have to settle for being respected for your authority, you're going to realize there's going to be some sh- there's going to be some things you're going to have to succumb to, some things you're going to have to do to maintain that respect. This is why it hurts so bad when somebody goes against our authority. I respect those who respect me. I respect all people because I respect the autonomy in people. When people look at me and say, damn, why are you such a good person? I'm not such a good person. I'm just autonomous. And you just happen to walk in your autonomy. I feel so free around you. I could just be myself around you. I don't have to hide away. I've had so many people tell me, yo, I feel so comfortable talking to you and I don't know what it is that you do. I walk in autonomy. And the way in which we're connecting right now is through autonomy. You just haven't had as much practice with it as I have. I'm free. I do what the fuck I want to do because I'm willing to deal with the consequences that come with autonomy too. I'm willing to deal with the consequences of embracing my autonomy 
and going against authority. I already learned how to fight when I was a kid. Like when it comes at this age of my life and this stage of my life, the worst you can do is beat me up. And you ain't going to do that. So what the fuck I got to worry about? You feel what I'm saying? Like when it all comes down and I'm mentioning this in that episode, when my homegirl's, I was like, when my homegirl's boyfriend at the time was like, yo, I don't respect. I said, but you can't whoop me though. Regardless of what the fuck happens, through all of the shit you feel in your head, you're not going to beat my ass. So all that other shit don't matter. You feel what I'm saying? That's how I look at life. If you're not going to beat my ass or you can't beat my ass, it is what it is. But I've learned to mature it in a way in which my autonomy is now at the surface at all times. When you focus on your status, it's like when you focus on your authority and you focus on being respected for that, you have to be feared because when people stop fucking with you, now you have to start doing stupid shit. You have to start doing sucker shit to maintain that shit. You feel me? Like when motherfuckers say, I got to unfollow you. I don't give a fuck. Welcome to the audience pool. You might want to block me. Like the fuck? I don't care. Autonomously, this is what I'm going to do. If it violates something in you, if me living autonomously violates something in you, it's because your authority ain't what, what you want it to be. Like y'all can't bring, this is why I be saying, y'all can't bring me into these conversations on masculinity because these niggas are doing it from authority. I'm doing it from autonomy. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill them every time. This is why if you look at some of the conversations that are being had right now, they're talking about shit that I wrote in books six, seven years ago. So Frail 2 came out in 2019. It's 2024. It's almost five years. You feel me? Five years. And they're just now talking about respect is to men what love is to women. Women, men value respect more than they value love. I knew that. I told y'all that. I told y'all that. You ain't got to give me my credit because my authority doesn't require it. Because my autonomy is that potent. You feel what I'm saying? To where you got to, you, you, it's going to come where they're going to have to come and get me to continue these conversations. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. But I don't dwell on my authority. This is why people be like, yo, you so playful, you so childish. No, I'm autonomous, nigga. I don't have to be the stat. Like, are you the author? No, nigga, I wrote a book. I wrote four books. Are you the podcaster? No, nigga, I deliver a podcast. Are you the day trader and investor? No, nigga, I day trade and invest. Like, what do I do all of it, nigga? Because autonomously, this is what the fuck I want to do. When your authority says I can't do certain shit. For example, talking about the uh, previous episode, and I'm really going to wrap it up. When they were saying, when people say, that's not my ministry. Everybody knows what they aren't, but they don't know what they are. If you're autonomous in your life, you know what you are. You know what your ministry is. You have no second, you have no reason to question it or second guess it. But according to authority, you can only know what you're not. Because you can only be what keeps you in your authoritative space. I know a lot of the autonomous shit that I do is going to violate my authoritative space. It did. I got shadow banned for three years for talking about the shit that I knew as far as forensics and, and PCR and COVID and all of the other shit. I got banned. I got shadow banned for three years for being autonomous because the authorities couldn't fuck with me. So if you notice now to get out of this shit, that's why I'm back posting the, the ratchet shit and the funny shit, still putting my other shit, but I'm putting my music on that shit now. Oh, y'all going to pay me back. Instagram. You're going to give me my fucking bread back. Yep. You're going to give me, I ain't lose bread, but I'm just saying, you now going to pay me to keep motherfuckers on this app. 
if that's how you want to play it. Because now I'm going to post and I'm going to put my content on. And I'm going to put my music on the shit. You're going to pay me. My shit's registered with the BMI. My shit's published correctly now. You're going to pay me. I'm going to get the residuals off this shit. I got you. I got you. I'll play your game. I'll play your game. I'll post the ratchet shit. I'll disrespect my people. I'll do. I ain't going to dis. Let me not say that. Because I ain't going to disrespect my people. I've never done no shit like that. But I'll post the ratchet shit. I'll give you the good content. I'll give you the deep captures that keep people up there. But you're going to pay me now. You're going to pay me now. It's not a privilege for me to be on your app. It's a privilege to have me on this motherfucker. Because I'm autonomous with my shit. I don't give a fuck about your authority. Because I'm going to figure out a way around your authority. And make my autonomy reign supreme. As men, we need to spend more time practicing our autonomy. And stop focusing on the authority that we get. The only ways in which we can develop authority. Authority is a default when you are. Authority is a default when you are autonomous. Trust me. And the people that you got to lose for being autonomous, they weren't supposed to be there anyway. I lost a lot. I, should, I lost a lot of people and I gained a lot of peace. You feel me? The people that I fuck with now, the people that are in my spaces now, they are fucking with the autonomous version of me. You feel me? The autonomous version of me. And now the autonomous version of me has a different level of authority that they'll never understand. They're still in shock. Like, yo, how are you benefit? Like, you're not doing what they told you to do, nigga. Because what they say do don't work. It only worked for them. It don't work for me. And I don't need permission to do the shit. So I don't ask for it. And neither should you. But you have to do it within the context of understanding your autonomy. Because when you walk into your, when you walk in your autonomy, it's not about being good or evil. You now realize that life is about being beneficial and detrimental. And a fruitful life is one where you are beneficial to others and others are beneficial to you. And you can only understand what benefit, true benefit is for your life when you are autonomous in it. But when you have to operate off authority, everything has to be based off what's good and what's bad. And if you're only going to fuck with what's good, you're going to do some bad shit to keep what's good in motion. I don't worry about doing bad shit because I only focus on doing what's beneficial for me. And what's beneficial for others, which means that when I got to do certain shit, I have to always factor in. This is not just going to hurt me. Or if this is good for me and it hurts that I can't fuck with that because you fuck with my autonomy. When you fuck with my status and my 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 authority, I don't give a fuck because you I know that at the end of the day, you'll go against my, my authority and I'll justify it by the fact that you was against my authority. Case in point, we're going to really wrap this home. When women cheat. Or they do something when when women cheat or do something wrong, they'll say, but you violated my authority first. They can't really like when you can get to a point where you can hurt somebody else, when you can hurt the reflection of yourself, you have to ask what you, yourself what you're really looking at. And we're like I said, we're dealing in a space where women can justify everything they do based off of the authority. Men, everything that we do when it comes to our relationship, that's the only time our autonomy shows. So when we get violated according to our autonomy, it hurts a lot worse and it's a, hard, a lot harder to get over. 
But it's even worse than that because this is why respect is to men what love is to women. And we have to realize the differences of respect between our authority and our autonomy. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, you have free reign to start now. Their autonomy shows all day long. Hey, look what I can do. And they don't really do shit. Their autonomy is showing. Something in there is in them trying to show you something. We got to stop trying to graft, craft them into lives that we failed at and move them according to their autonomy that they're exhibiting. Our boys are free. Our boys, our boys can change the entire spectrum of this world if they're allowed to be autonomous. The coaches follow the shit we do any fucking way. So imagine if we walked in our autonomy freely and said, fuck authority. Now, in order to say fuck authority, you have to make sure you can monetize your autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? In a way in, that does not disrupt your autonomy. But as long as you feel like the authority is the only way that you can maintain any kind of semblance in this world, that's how you're going to maintain your semblance in this world. But if we allow our boys to develop their autonomy freely and, and grow and develop in such a way that allows them to achieve better heights, they'll gain the authority the right way. We don't have to worry about them hanging out with the wrong crowds. We don't have to worry about uh, running the streets with they thugs. We don't have to worry about none of that because the autonomy is going to make them go wherever they're going to go. But as long as we try to get them to operate under authority, they're going to go where the authoritative figures are, which is where. Feel me? But I'm going to go ahead and there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'll see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.